Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels. From the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Island League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues, which include the SCIHL, for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of Warrior and Power equipment. For more information about their programs, check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. Hey, hockey fans. Welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, and my guest today was born in Pardubice, Czechia. Since 2015, he's played over 400 NHL games with Detroit, Vegas, Boston, and now with the New Jersey Devils. He's a hard-nosed player who made his way to the NHL by tearing up the Czech League in 2013. He won a Calder Cup in 2017 with Grand Rapids while leading the team in points along the way. He made the jump to the NHL and never looked back. Please welcome to the podcast, Tomas Nosek. How are you doing, Tomas? Hi, Chris. Good. How are you? Very good. Happy Friday. Where are you at right now? I'm at my home in uh, New Jersey. Where uh, It's not a home. It's uh, a permanent home. Uh, yeah. We're renting a house uh, in New Jersey, me and my family. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's part of uh, part of the hockey life. We're living the hockey life. We just moved from Boston. And before that, we moved from Vegas. And before that, from Detroit. And it's been uh, quite a journey, almost uh, 10 years now in, in the States, uh, far from home. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to miss missing missing the family and uh, friends and all the all the Czech stuff. Uh, but uh, it's been a great journey for us. We've been fortunate enough to to be able to uh, make it all the all the way. And uh, now we try to stay here as long as uh, possible. <laughs> uh, it's it's getting uh, hard every every year to keep up with the young fast guys because. I'm looking like uh, getting older a little bit, but uh, uh, I think uh, um, the game is getting so much faster today. Yeah. And uh, the guys, when I was getting get get in the NHL here or uh, to the US ten years ago, I was the the age of the players were I think much uh, the average was much higher than uh, than in these days. Uh, so. I think uh, now the NHLers are uh, 30, 32, and uh, now after that you are pretty much old. Only, only the best of the best can keep up with the pace. Uh, like, uh, like I used to play with Bergeron or Krejci. Those guys were, yeah, they were able to because they are very good hockey players, and they have the one of the greatest uh, hockey senses I uh, So, 
they can keep up with the with the with the game. But for us, uh, <laughs> let's say third or four liners, it's uh, it's harder to to keep up with the with the young fast guys. That's funny. You're 31 years old, and you think that you're getting old already. I mean, a lot has changed in the NHL in the last 10 not years, life, for sure. Though. Don't get me wrong. Uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> not in life. Just uh, yeah, just the hockey, hockey life. It's, it's it's short, short life, and um, try to making best best out of it. Hundred so percent. So unfortunately, tonight the Devils are playing, and you're not on the ice. Uh, tell me a little bit about your injury and how how that process has been going. The healing process yeah so uh, so far it's been it's been not uh, not a great uh, uh season for me because of the injuries yeah so i played the first two games uh of the year and then i hurt my foot i broke uh, one of the bones in in my foot and didn't play for like uh, four weeks then i started to play again uh but after uh, i think four four games the bone didn't hold up and I think a little piece got uh, loose or the bone level shifted. So yeah, I need to go, needed to go to surgery and uh, they, they needed to fix it uh, with a surgery plan. And yeah, so it, that's why the, why it's taking so long. So now it's been, uh, I think eight weeks from the surgery and uh, I think another, another two, three weeks for, before I can play, play again, I think. So just start skating. So. Yeah, you just started skating. So is that like, does it just feel weird or is it still in pain? No, it's it's not in pain. It actually feels pretty better than I expected. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's it's been a long time. It's been over two months almost. And uh, so now just to be able to be back on the ice and put the gear on, put the skates on, go, go on the ice, uh, it's... Uh, it's a huge step uh, for like um, mentally, you know. Yeah. So yeah. you feel better and you're getting closer to to actually be on the ice with the guys and playing in game again. So it's been a little, it's been a huge boost uh, this week. So it's on a good way. It's been a long process, and yeah. it's still like uh, two, three weeks left, I think. If it, if all goes well, yeah. So um, fingers crossed, and yeah. I'll be back hopefully soon. Yeah, we're hoping the best for you. Um, so you get to spend a little extra time at home. You mentioned you had a couple of kids. I'm sure they're keeping you busy. Oh, yeah, I have two boys, uh, four and almost three years old. So they're pretty close to each other and uh, yeah. so energetic and never stop uh, moving. So <laughs> it's it's fun. It's yeah. fun, but it's sometimes it's, uh, <laughs> exhausting. So I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I try to enjoy every moment, and uh, with my injury, uh, try to look at the positive way on it. When 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 I'm playing, I'm usually a lot on a on a road, so try to spend as much time as possible with my family right now when I'm injured. And the kids uh, changing every day so quickly when are when they're so little like that. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's the positivity on on my injury, so I can be with them every day and see how they're changing. My my older son is a little bit delayed with the uh, like uh, talking, mm -hmm. and now he's starting to using couple couple words. So yeah, it's been it's been great to be able to see that every day and and be able to be just home and just like a normal family. 
Yeah, that's really good, man, because a lot of, like you said, you're on the road a lot. So enjoy the time, even though you're injured. Enjoy that time with your family. Um, are your kids skating yet? Have you have they tried that yet? <laughs> we tried it once in the, in the summer, but I think it was uh, too early a little bit. So we're going to yeah. try again uh, with the... I think we have the the outdoor game coming up, and there's like a family skate one day before mm -hmm. always. So yeah, I I think we're gonna we're gonna try that there for a second time and see how that goes. Where's your outdoor game being played? Uh it's here in uh, New Jersey. Oh sweet! Like uh, ten minutes, ten minutes from where I live. The we playing in a uh, MetLife Stadium, awesome. which is uh, home for Jets and Giants. The NFL. Right. Yeah. Have you done an outdoor game already? First, uh, first, uh, first time last year in uh, in Boston. In Boston, the classic. yeah, yeah, awesome. it was it was amazing. So, I yeah. broke my finger, oh, uh, broke my broke my thumb like two games before the before that game. So it was like yeah. a week or five days. Yeah, and uh, I remember. <laughs> My parents were in town for the Christmas and for the game. And I remember when I heard it was the first game right after Christmas, I think I'm 27. And I broke my finger and I got home. And I remember my, my parents being like, not mad, but like, yeah, disappointed. Like, you know, yeah. Oh, come on. We, we would love to see you in that game. It's like, yeah, me too. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, let's see what happens. And they gave me some pills and it was actually not bad. So I, I pulled it through. And, <laughs> Uh, I'm happy that I I could I could play that game. So it was amazing. So lots of good memories from that game. Yeah, I'm because, sure. Because uh, one of those games you're gonna remember forever. And it's, uh, when you get older, you appreciate those those moments a little bit more yeah. than when you're young. So I enjoyed it, and it's uh, one of the one of the biggest games in in my career, just for my uh, memory. Yeah, it seems like a really special opportunity. I mean, you get to play in these amazing stadiums. Uh, what what was the ice like, and was it really difficult for you guys to adjust to like the sight lines and you know being in a kind of a foreign environment, even though you're still on a piece of ice? It's everything else a little bit different. Yeah, outside, it's. Uh, I think the biggest uh, difference was the just to be outside and uh, seeing the sunlight or daylight. Right. Because the how the ice is white, the mm -hmm. it's so like bright, and that's why we all wear the black marks underneath the ice. So yeah, it was the biggest difference for me for sure. Because like if you don't have those black things, I would be like this all uh, all the time. So yeah. I think that was the biggest. The ice wasn't bad. I think it was good for let's say half of the period and by the end of the period was uh, a little bit uh, too, too snow, like snow, too snow. And uh, yeah. so you got little, little, it was not that fast, I would say. Uh, yeah. But it was, it was great. Like it was a huge crowd there and it was a little different than normal game for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the game because I know I watched it and I kind of remember um, Pasta scoring a big goal. Maybe uh, I can't remember. Did you guys win the game? We we were we were down one nothing. Yeah. And then in the third, uh, it's actually a pretty pretty awesome story. The guy, the Jake Debrusque, scores yeah. both two goals. 
okay, uh, that's what it was. But uh, right before the first goal, he broke his fibula. So he scored those two goals with broken, uh, broken no leg. way. <laughs> and we won the game. Yeah, it was... man, hockey players are the toughest people on the planet. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they are maybe you were playing are, with but... a broken thumb he's playing with a broken leg that's that's so amazing man um the things we'll yeah. do for hockey um so Thomas, uh let's go back uh to your childhood how old were you when you started playing hockey and uh, obviously you grew up in a in a really big hockey city in czechia um how did it all start for you so uh i started playing hockey when i was three years old my dad uh, was a big fan. He played a little bit for just uh, for fun, uh, not mm -hmm. like professionally. Yeah. But uh, he's he was uh, he was doing uh, track and field, and now he's track and field coach. But okay. he always uh, always love uh, love hockey. So he bring me to to skates when I was uh, on the ice when I was three years old, mm. and since then I've been in the same city. I basically it's it's one of the cool things I think in uh, in Europe it's not uh, common in US or Canada that you basically can go in one organization from little kid like what I was like yeah. three years old till all the way to the pro pro league so I kind of went in every category uh, in that organization all the way to to the pro league I made it there when I was eighteen so. Um, that was my well, first. That was my dream to play there mm -hmm. because I loved. But I was always going for the games to watch hockey with my dad. Yeah, and I love. It was my dream to just one day it would be amazing, like just to play there. Mm -hmm. And for sure, like NHL was the biggest bigger dream. But uh, yeah, when you when you're playing hockey, you never realize like how how things gonna go. And yeah, I was actually. I was decent. I was good, but the. It was always uh, I was not like the star, so I didn't know if I if I'm gonna even play in a Czech league or or not. So I always try to be um, like have a have a open open like a second opportunity if the, if the hockey didn't go right. well. Yeah. So I was trying to put the put the, like a little bit of uh, not little but uh, more uh, more time to. Not the school, but the, the learning other things too, not just the hockey. So, the right. school was the one of the part because my mom is a teacher. So, okay, I I was a I was a good student in in school too. <laughs> so, they my parents make sure I I, I had another plan and then just the uh, just the hockey. So, awesome. So, uh, your first year World Juniors, you must have been seventeen at that time. Uh, World Juniors. I yeah. was nineteen, I think. You were nineteen. No, eighteen. That, nineteen. 18. Nineteen. Nineteen years old. Okay. Yes. And then that I same. I didn't play the eight. You didn't play I didn't 18. Play okay. The worlds uh, under eighteen. I only played the uh, the one worlds under twenty when I was at nineteen. Okay. And uh, following that, um, you know, you had a couple amazing. Uh, seasons in the in the pro league in, in uh, with your uh, with your club team, um, but before we get to that, tell me about your World Juniors experience. I mean, it just happened a month ago. It's uh, most Canadians we look forward to that tournament every year. It's just kind of a Christmas tradition. Boxing Day it starts, and 
you know, it's a big part of uh, of our hockey season. Tell me about your experience. Yeah, I, I remember ours. Ours uh, was in uh, Calgary and Edmonton, uh, so it was right there in Canada. And I remember fans being crazy nuts, and it was great. Uh, one of the best memories I had for sure too, with yeah. the, with my hockey life, and I was. Uh, I was a captain of the team, so it made yeah. it made it even special. So my parents were able to come there to watch me playing there. So I have lots of great memories, and we have a great, uh, great team. Not the great team, but not the uh, not the worst team. So <laughs> we have a great goalie, Peter Mrazek, was uh, yeah. was the best goalie of the tournament. So because of him, we made it that far, probably. Uh, we beat a U.S. Big, mm-hmm. uh, probably the biggest game for us was the beating U.S. and make it to to quarterfinals because it was a diff- little bit different format uh, back in the days when I was playing. Right. Only three teams went went uh, went like to the quarters, I think. Right. So it was a little bit different. So for us, it was a big, big, uh, big win to send USA to play for relegation, and we made it uh, to the quarters. Yeah, that's huge. And then this year, you beat Canada in the quarterfinals and had a great run at the World Juniors. Uh, it was a fun team to watch again. Uh, you, they were never out of a game. It was it was really really good team. Oh yeah, I last two years were were amazing. Those guys, uh, I'm glad to glad to see that because last we were always been a good hockey country. Yeah, like back in the 2000s, when I was a kid, we won the Nagano, the biggest tournament of the century. Mm-hmm. Then we won three straight world championship, the and we were like one of the best in the world. And last uh, five, ten years, we kind of uh, not disappeared, but like we we moved to like lower spots a little bit. And it's good to see those those guys, young guys, uh, our future that. Uh, can be can be better and uh, hopefully it'll be bright brighter and uh, we'll we'll be we'll get back where where we used to be before. When we're not talking about hockey on across the pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case. This is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in ATP20. Tell them across the pond sent ya. Um, So you weren't drafted in the NHL. Um, was there? Were you hoping to be drafted? I'm not sure how that works for you guys, but I know... If you're in the top part of the Czech league, you get an opportunity. What what exactly? Uh, how did it it happen that you ended up getting your first tryout with the with the Red Wings? Yes, uh, uh, I I actually never was uh, didn't get drafted at all. So yeah. I signed as a free agent from the Czech league, and uh, yeah, I was playing. I was playing big minutes, and uh, in the Czech league, I had a good year with uh with a lot of points and i make it to the national team uh yeah 
and I was able to play there for a couple of tournaments and uh, I was I think I was playing good that's why I was getting on the radar probably for the yeah. for the NHL teams more and more and after season the offer came up and uh it was just like yeah was that your Sign first offer Detroit the... or did you have some options uh I have a Detroit and Calgary at that time I think but okay. uh, Detroit was uh, right away I, when I heard Detroit I was like yes where's the papers I'm signing so, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome I never I never I never really thought thought about it going outside to the Czech, uh, Czech league until that point pretty much and and suddenly it was NHL contract on my table and like I, okay let's go let's do it and <laughs> Give me a pen. Now I'm here. <laughs> Ten years later, I'm here, and it's been it's been a great journey. Yeah, just yeah. to look back, and uh, I don't I don't even I never like think about it like that. Not not so. It's no, been it's good. Good memory. The best thing sure. about the NHL and most professional sports is there's so many great stories of how people get there. Everyone has a different journey, and and there's so many. You know, like for kids growing up, kids listening, like you never, never give up because you never know when the opportunity is going to come. You know, you uh, you could be born in the smallest town in the middle of nowhere. And if you're good enough and you work hard enough, you's, you're going to get a chance. That's right. Uh, I was a, I was fortunate enough and uh, to get that chance. And my journey wasn't wasn't easy. Even when I signed with Detroit, it took me a uh, year and a half to get my first NHL game. I uh, mm-hmm. spent uh, most of the most of the time in Detroit from my three years in Detroit. I spent most of the time in Grand Rapids. Yeah, the AHL team. Uh, I only played like seventeen games, I think, for Detroit total mm-hmm. in those three years. Uh, and our first first year and a half, uh, I was the whole just AHL, and then. I got six games the one year, and then I was, I think I was up the last two or three months in in Detroit, and then they sent me down for playoffs when 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 we won the Calder Cup. Yeah, and, congratulations, man! Uh, That's a huge that, accomplishment. Yeah, thank thank you. And then yeah. uh, I was I had a great playoffs there. I was yes, you did. The leading <laughs> scorer for the team, so that's why I probably was uh, picked up by. Uh, the Vegas in the in the expansion draft right after. Yeah. So it was it, that was one of the craziest moments too. As you say, guys guys from AHL usually don't don't get drafted by other teams. So after the season we went for vacation. I it was Bahamas. I think we were me and my back at the time was uh, my girlfriend and my wife. Yet I yeah. think we were just engaged. I think yeah. so. We took we went to Bahamas and. We were on a beach, and the last thing I was, I wanted was to think about hockey after this right. long season. We finished like uh, June 15 or 17 was our last game when we won the yeah. Gold Cup. So it was it was long season, and out of nowhere, after, I think it was midweek, I got the call like eight hours from the draft. I never, I never really got into like attention to that draft. Until that call, like eight hours before the the draft, it, it was George McPhee calling me that. Uh, wow! Hey, this is George McPhee, GM from Vegas. <laughs> We're going to pick you in an expansion draft, and I was like, "What?" 
<laughs> that's amazing. So, I mean, let's yeah, let's talk like, about Vegas because you know, an expansion team. This is a whole new a whole new era, a whole new system, a whole new way of 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 having an expansion team. You know, you guys were kind of branded as a a team of misfits, teams that you know you weren't protected by your teams. Everybody probably went in with a little chip on their shoulder. Uh, what was the mentality immediately when you walked into Vegas? I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't. Uh, uh, so when I when I go a little bit back because I was three years in Detroit and I I yeah. kind of move off my position and I already made a team and I knew I was going to be like in an NHL in Detroit the next year. So I was kind of like. Uh, pissed a little bit because <laughs> yeah you work so hard for three years to get yeah. your get your spot and then you lose it right away and for a guy like me with 17 game nhl games uh you never know if you're going to be in the vegas or they're going to send you down again and you have to work right. yourself up again and get your chance so so mentally it was kind of like oh yeah. my god again i'm like yeah so and then hockey in desert, everybody was saying, oh, you have the worst team ever, blah, 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 all the stuff. And so I, first of all, we didn't think it was a good, good thing, but yeah. turns out to be one of the greatest things ever. So <laughs> that's, it that's my point. Was. You never know what, where you're going to end up and what's it yeah. going to be like. So it was, yeah, it was at first was shock and not a positivity not like the whole big positivity thing, but yeah. uh, ended up uh, one of the be best uh, best uh, things that happened to me, or our happened to us even because we got uh, we got engaged there. Yeah, it was amazing for the whole NHL to see that happen and to to watch the team come together the way it did. Like most of the guys have obviously didn't come through a system together; they hadn't been playing together. I know there were a few guys on the team that had played together on, on other teams, but just to see that happen, it goes to show you like the depth in the NHL and how, how good all the players are that are in the NHL. It's not just the superstars that, that make the teams uh, what they are. It's uh, it takes an entire group and you guys, you guys really came together as a team. It was so fun to watch. Um, you know, you spent uh, four seasons there in Vegas I know you're a big part of growing that franchise and, and you know, you played a lot of games um, over those four seasons and you had a lot of success. What was, uh, what were some of the highlights uh, of your time in Vegas? Uh, I think the whole first season was the, one of the seasons that's like rare because you know, you probably not going to experience it again when like, when 25 guys from different teams come together as a group and make it all the way to Stanley Cup final was pretty, pretty special. And we broke all the uh, expansion team records. So there was uh, the first season was um, unreal and most memories, uh, one of the big best memories are from the first season, just to be able to be part of that and, and like making the history from the day one in a new team, a new franchise was was something special. And uh, I scored the first goal in the T-Mobile Arena ever, so that's yes. uh, that's 
one of the accomplishments that will stay there with me. And, um, yeah, you can't. They can't uh, take that goal and, away from you. Yeah, and, and overall, just the city. And even before before I I play in we play in Vegas. I we got engaged in Vegas. We took a trip there before even uh, NHL was uh, was in Vegas, and we got wow. engaged there. And then our two sons, they were born there. So for us, it's like a special city, our second home. And we always yeah. have uh, great memories and love, uh, love for the city of Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, there's one way to build a fan base. It's to go to the Stanley Cup finals in your first season. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. Uh, The fan base was amazing from day one. Yeah. And, but uh, I'm, I don't know how, how, would be, how would end up if we didn't, play that well but yeah. uh we play we play pretty good from the beginning and kind of be well we're, we were in a playoff spot the whole season i think so yeah. that's and then we make it far in the playoffs and then it was just uh when we make like to the stanley cup final i remember whole vegas were when nuts just uh this every every casino every like a caesar in caesar's palace have a yeah. jersey Statue yeah. Liberty of the New York Hotel has a big jersey on like that. Yeah. So it was every hotel, every it was everywhere. So it was good to see and like I said, one of the, the best memories ever. Yeah. Uh before we move on from Vegas, I want you to tell me a little bit about playing with guys like uh with like Mark Stone, uh, Robin Leonard. Uh tell me about some of your teammates and, and what it was like to play with uh with some of these veteran guys. Yeah, Mark Stone is uh, one of the most underrated players in, in the league. I, I think he's a, he has one of the greatest uh, hockey sense, how he can read the game and be at the right time. He's a great skater, don't get me wrong, but he's not the <laughs> he's fastest, not the fastest. In, in yeah. the league, you know? Yeah. But uh, he's he always at the right place at the right time, and he knows what the, what the next play is going to be like. So he reads the reads the game very well yeah and uh yeah watching him was uh was was amazing and be, be able to skate with him every practice and he was the he was the and he's a good leader too he's a great guy in the locker room so he he deserves the the c they gave him after yeah i think one or two seasons so Good guy, Mark Andre Fleury, one of the best guys I ever met in locker rooms. Yeah, love Mark Andre Fleury. Oh my god! Not not just the hockey player, but the person yeah. he he is. He's a he's a remarkable person, uh, yeah. a funny person, one of the funniest yeah. guys I ever played with. And Jonathan Marchessault, another underrated guy. Uh, he's a great shooter, goal scorer. He just got oh, the yeah. MVP of the Stanley Cup final. So yeah. He's uh he's one of the those guys too and uh yeah just uh just a uh, lot of great players I play with over the years for sure yeah. uh but uh, yeah the the Vegas Vegas story is uh the Cinderella story and our memories for like a young young life because the last year and a half our kids got born and it uh yeah our chance that that changes our lives a little bit. Uh, oh, not, not a little, little bit, bit. <laughs> but a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. So for for us, Vegas was it was the was the uh, good uh, good ending. So for our like young young uh, young life without the uh, without the kids. 
Yeah, and Mark Andre Fleury uh, is on my list of hopefully future podcast guests. Um, I've known him. I met him when he played in Cape Breton as well. Uh, he was uh, he was a stud there uh, from the moment he started playing junior hockey there. He was loved by everybody, and watching him go through his career, you know, some he's had some unfortunate things happen to him, um, and you know, I've always. Uh, definitely always been in his corner. I, I think he's just a real, like you said, that you never hear a bad word about the guy from a teammate, from the media, from a fan. He's just got time for everybody. He's, he's funny. He's a prankster. You know, I'm sure he keeps the locker room light and uh, yeah, just a special human. Oh, yeah. He is. He's just uh, past the, the second for the wins all the time. All, yeah. all the time. Right. So yeah, it's just, he still looks like he's 32 years old. Still looking good. He's, still he's one of the good. players he can play. He's the one of the players he can play forever. Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. Um, so uh, you had a really good run in Vegas. Unfortunately, uh, your final season, 38 games played, um, injuries that year. What happened? What, no, it was what, the... It was the sh- it was the shortened season, so we started. Oh playing, shoot, that's uh, right. In that's right. That was the uh, the COVID season. Yeah, I got hurt for a little bit, but it wasn't. I missed yeah. like uh, I don't know how many games was played total. I think sixty or something. Something like I missed that. Like yeah, twenty games. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a good season for me that yeah. uh, that year. I get the chance to play a little bit more minutes than before, five on five, and yeah, uh, I played uh, on a third line, and I got more points and uh, more ice time, and it was what's what opened opened my doors to to Boston for the for the next uh, next chapter for sure. Yeah, I mean, kind of bittersweet. You uh, you helped them build that team, and you were a part of them for four years, and then. Unfortunately, you didn't get to to hoist that Stanley Cup with them, but you did get a pretty awesome opportunity to to go play in one of the most storied franchises in the NHL, the Boston Bruins. And you mentioned Berge and you mentioned Krejci already. Um, tell me how special of a player Patrice Bergeron is. Yeah, like one of the rarest and. Um... I think he's the. I never, never play with leader like that. So he's he when he talks in a locker room. Sometimes uh, it's just uh, everybody listen to that guy. He's right yeah. on point. He has respect of every guy, and yeah. so he's just being great leader, great friend. The locker room was on point, and it was just uh, just like one family. He always. Uh, uh, make you feel uh, like you include it in, you know like he texts you call you right away when you sign he was uh, he's just just the small things like that make him a great leader and 
that's why he was so loved in, in Boston and by his teammates and all the people. And uh, the player was one of the great two-way players to play the game, I think. Ever, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know how many times he won the Silke, Silke Trophy, I think six too or many. seven times. So. <laughs> Yeah, too many. Way he too can many. win it so every year. Even his, even his last year. So let's say he got to the, when to the point when he was retiring, and he still won that trophy. So I know. he was like, should I even finish, <laughs> or should I be playing again, or you yeah. know, like so it was like uh, you finishing at the top, one of the best, uh, best, best two way, two way centers in the league. He was great on face offs. His face off yeah. was. Uh, were amazing and uh yeah. yes um again fortunate enough to play with him and be be friends with him spend some time with him and learn something from him and just not a great uh great hockey player great person i i play with for sure yeah you guys had a tremendous year as well i mean um i was gonna ask you know he had made a decision that he was gonna retire and it was kind of like every city you went to, he got a nice, you know, farewell. There was a lot of hype and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of media talk, a lot of things outside of the dressing room that might have been adding to pressure on the team. Were you guys feeling that? And and do you think that affected the playoff run? Um, the fact that, you know, everything you wanted to win so badly for Berge? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some guys, maybe. I don't know. I'm not not in my eyes uh yeah. or not in my opinion i was uh i knew when 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 was the set the game seven there was uh yeah somebody was saying could be it could be Berge's last game and suddenly everybody maybe start panicking i don't know probably yeah. not uh yeah i think the whole whole series was uh wasn't wasn't us i think so yeah. from the game one that's we played probably the best game for us was game f three and four in Florida mm -hmm. yeah. when we got the lead three one, but uh, we couldn't get it done in game yeah. five, six or seven. We were always up in those games. Uh, we lost the game five in overtime. Yeah. Uh, after a little mistake by by the by uh, our our goalie, I think yeah. when he passing it was a passing puck and he missed a. He missed our D and then went straight to Kachuk stick and that's right. Game oh. six, game six, we were up in a third, I think, three times, and we couldn't finish again. I think it was three, three, two, then four, three, and then five, four, and we we lost six, five. And the game seven, we were up thirty seconds left still, and just couldn't finish, couldn't yeah. end up and. Sometimes it just didn't go your go go your uh, way, and maybe some guys were under more more pressure than they were in a in a regular season. But it's it's a sport. I I, I think course. it's a great. It's not a great thing. It sucks for us. I was yeah. it was one of the biggest losses ever after probably Stanley Cup final loss mm -hmm. for me uh, personally. But uh, it's a beauty of the sport. It's a beauty of the the hockey that yeah. you just need to make the playoffs, and then everything happened because we were we broke every record. We were the best team ever played a game in a yeah. regular season, and doesn't doesn't mean anything in the playoffs. So that's the beauty of it. And, yeah, and it hurts. 
it's going to hurt for a long, long time if you if you don't win the Stanley Cup. And right. it was probably one of the biggest chances. Yeah. But uh, it was still the first round and far, far, still far, far to go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe pressure, maybe I don't know. Uh, it's tough to talk about. It still still stinks a yeah. little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's uh, that was a really hard to mentally to get over. Um, but like you said, it, it that's hockey. That's the way. That's the way the NHL is now. It doesn't matter. You get into the playoffs. Florida just snuck in on the last day. Bobrovsky just went yeah. off. Went off that like he he played so well. Kachuk was playing on another level. A lot of things went their way. Um, it was a special run to watch them do what they did as an eight seed. Um, oh yeah. So there yeah, were some they, after they beat us. They, yeah. They got the boost. So hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, uh, a little bit of a bittersweet ending uh, for you in Boston, and uh, now you find yourself in New Jersey. How's life? Uh, how's life in New Jersey? I know you got off to a slow start with your injury, but outside of hockey. Um, are you enjoying living in the city and and everything like that? Yeah, it's it's been great. It's been a nice city. We we're living in Nutley, close to Montclair, so it's suburbs. Um, yeah, I, it's thirty thirty to forty minutes to Manhattan, so it's close to New York. Uh, if you need to go to city, biggest biggest city, or yeah, it's a nice area where we're living. It's a little different than we were. Uh, in Boston, so yeah. it's nice to be. We were we are more in uh, in the center of the town, so it's nice to walk. You can walk distance to to cough to get a coffee or to do right. to some shops. And before that, we were just outside of the city, so it was a little different. So living is living is here is good. It's not as much snow as in Boston, so it's better too. Um. Uh, the travels here is easier for let's say we 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 travel much less than than some other teams there's rangers islanders and philly that's that we took a bus there so we didn't fly there so it's much easier yeah uh and they're divisional players so you play them play them a lot so that's that's huge and yeah, it's been it's been great great so far. The practice ring is uh, in a in a hall in a main uh, arena, so it's easy too. So you don't have two gears. You don't need to travel from one right. one place to the other. So you always have the one uh, one locker room, which is nice. So yeah, it's been it's been great. Unless uh, uh, I'm I'm hurt a little bit, so yeah, that's uh, that's a part of hockey too. So yeah, um, I. Didn't have uh, many many major major injuries in in my career in NHL. I had some pre- previous from, but it was before when I was a little uh, younger. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is probably the the longest I've been I've been hurt in since I got to NHL. So it's a part of hockey, and it is. It's a part of hockey, but you need, need, to, to... need to hold up a little longer. They need yeah. to get you back in that lineup, but um, I've been high on the Devils <laughs> the last couple seasons. Uh, every time we make our playoff predictions and talk about it, I, you know, this team is so close to being, you know, one of the top teams in the NHL, and and these young guys that that are on the team now, 
they're three, four, five seasons in. Um, you're waiting just for everything to click. It seems like it could happen at any time. You guys got a great power play. Um, the Metro division this year is kind of crazy, to be honest. It's crazy. The Philadelphia Flyers, what? It's nuts. <laughs> I we're I think we were we were second last. Yeah. But we like uh two point we were two two points out of the wildcard spot. So yeah. it's crazy how the how our division is it's by two two points. So every every game our every this so we play Columbus today, so every yeah, every point in the division matters so much and every game is so so t- uh, uh so tight or there's a uh, little details that uh that's I, I heard Gary Met- Batman talk about it in Pat Pat McAfee McAfee show, I yeah. think that he's proud of it how NHL is uh like every team can make a playoff. Of course, that's what year. we want. So that's what everybody it's so, wants. So close, so yeah. close, and it's should be fun to watch. I think it's fun to watch, and yeah. every game matter now. So, and with the salary cap didn't go up, how it how was uh, expected to be uh, mm-hmm. before COVID. Uh, so for a lot of the teams, so. What happened before COVID? A lot of managers, when they were signing those big contracts for eight, six years, they didn't expect to basically not play during the COVID or not to be able to play, but no fans in the buildings. Right. So that's what that's what kind of happened. And those last two years should, I think, cup should be already in 92, 92 million range, and it's eighty three, I think, eighty three point five yeah. or something like that. So. Those managers, when they signing those contracts, now missing a lot, which helped tying those lower, like low budget teams to get more competitive with even rest of the league. So that's why it's so so close. Every game, every game matters, and and it's fun to watch. Yeah, that's a really good point because uh, I, I never even thought about that. Because a lot, like you said, those long term contracts, you were expecting to have more cap room now and and you don't so uh it's good for the league it's good for hockey uh your devils are up 4-1 right now in the third period so you guys are going to jump a couple teams in the standings um tomas uh, i really appreciate you taking time uh to talk to me um and i want to thank rudy for uh for making this happen he's been he's been my checky uh uh podcast agent (laughs) he's been my he's been my podcast agent for the last couple weeks and uh, he's he's actually got a couple more lined up for me, so I'm really excited for that. Um, before we end the show, I always do uh, overtime questions. All right. So yeah. these are these are rapid fire questions. I'm going to give you two choices uh, for each question. Don't think about it too much. Just say the first thing that comes to mind, and uh, and we'll end on and we'll end on that. So thanks again, man. And uh, I hope you I uh, hope you get back in the lineup soon and start scoring some more goals. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was great to be part of your show. And ciao, Rudo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Habs or Leafs? Leafs. Lemieux or Gretzky? Gretzky. Probert or Domi? Domi. Waugh or Brodeur? Brodeur. Orr or Lidstrom? Ooh, that's a tough one. Lindstrom. Claude Lemieux or Brad Marchand? Marsha. 
Iserman or Messier? Iserman. Scotty Bowman or Pat Burns? Scotty Bowman. Ron or Don? What is that? <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron McLean or Don Cherry? Okay. <laughs> I don't know that. Sorry. What is That's it? Is right. Saturday that, night? That was oh. Hockey Night in Canada, Coach's Corner. Yeah, no, Hockey Night in Canada. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll skip that one then. Shootout or no shootout? Shootout. Not even playoffs, though. Just the regular, just the regular season. Oh, good point. Uh, one final question just for you. Uh, of all the teams you've played on throughout your career, your amazing career, uh, what was the best line you've ever been a part of? Who were your line mates? And tell me why uh, it was so good. Um, so I'm going to say probably I played a couple of games with Mark Stone. So it was the with Mark Stone and uh, Max Pacioretty. Oh, wow, Max. So it was that. I think, uh, and last year I was, uh, or two years ago, I, I was playing uh, like five or ten games maybe with pasta. So yeah, um, those probably the those two, those uh, two formation, those two players. I I was getting in the same same line with them. So hey, that's special. Um, but I always always love to play with uh, on the fourth line. I always like love to play with Pierre. Pierre Belmar, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Ryan Reeves, the fighter. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I, I love him. Yeah, uh, William Carrier was good, uh, good four line guy too. Yeah, uh, I enjoy playing with uh, Jakub Lavko in Boston. He's oh, a yeah. Czech guy in Boston yeah. last year on the fourth line, so he was good too. And uh, yeah, was a lot of good players, a lot of great players, uh, and uh, been fortunate enough to be to be able to to lift that and uh thanks for uh inviting me to, for the show and you're welcome uh look best of luck to the for the rest of your season get back out there start winning some hockey games and i look forward to watching you guys make a run in the playoffs oh yeah we will all right thanks appreciate it that was across the pond and that's a wrap thank you thank you thank you to our amazing sponsors the china hockey group wheel hub asia AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, and of course, Sunset Studio. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Across the Pond HK. Email us, send in your comments and questions to the show at any time at Across the Pond HK at gmail.com.